This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslow, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslow is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslow just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everyone. Bohemia. Bohemia. Yeah. in there. Thank you. Did I hear some grit? <laughs> yeah, you might have heard some Bohemia. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, Surefoot. Emily Axford. Moonshine Sabin, looking ripe in the pinstripe. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> that was established, <laughs> sure. Uh, and Caldwell Tanner. Beverly Togold V, a shadow feller who's missing his peller? Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we're recording these back to back. What do you think of this shit? <laughs> you know, Every I just time panic. I'm and of course, our special guest, Brennan Lee Mulligan. Woo! Deadeye. The Crick's gunslinger with no skin on his finger. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Those are good. It tickles me. I, I gotta love say, it. I would do the same thing Jake does. Just the best way to get in this game is to not play it. You right. <laughs> but I really, now, like, this is making me feel like I want, like, Gunslinger with no flesh on his finger, like, that makes me want to fucking do one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Go ahead, dude. No, no, right, no. Yeah. I, I can't. I, and uh, Jake Hurwitz. Uh, okay. Um,. <laughs> The the guy from the mountain who drinks water from a fountain. <laughs> okay, I like it. I've never it, seen Hard One do that, but okay. Didn't, it hasn't really been established. We're going to brush past rhymed. that, uh, get right to the recap, okay. gang. Uh, no reason to dwell on that one. <laughs> Last week. I think I might do a t-shirt. <laughs> Guys, uh, tweet out uh, hashtag NADBOT if you'd like to see uh, uh, the oh, Bastard of the Mountain oh, drinker please, of water from Oh, please, that'd be a terrible Valens. t-shirt. It'd be an amazing tank top. That's right. So Ooh. head over to store.nadbot.com. I'm sure we're selling it by now. It's a yeah. flash sale. We, we, uh, we don't need two. to. Yeah, we don't need to wait for the comments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's already in the store. Great. Uh, guys, let's do a little recap. So last week, uh, you met Deadeye, a sort of dead Crick Elf gunslinger. You yeah. don't totally know what his deal is yet. Uh, Deadeye took you out of the mist and into the nearby town of Grimhawk, a city surrounded by mist and ruled by vampires. Deadeye revealed that he's been stuck there, not only in Shadowfell, but in the actual town of Grimhawk for years. The town mm. itself is extremely bleak. Many of the citizens have been victimized by vampires to the point that it has greatly affected their intelligence. They are now shells of human beings. The rest of the villagers mostly stay inside, except the young people who think the vampires are cool and want to be turned. Uh, you encountered one such girl who was attempting to go to a vampire club, but was being stopped by some creepy figures in cloaks. You defeated the cloaked combatants, uh, who Deadeye revealed to be a group of religious revenants called the Knights of Penance. Uh, you knocked the girl out and took her to an inn where you put her to bed. Uh, you then went back to Deadeye's crumbling house that he's squatting in, and Deadeye gave you the lowdown. He said that there were no good guys in Shadowfell, and that the knights are actually worse than the vampires, so you all resolved to go to the Red Fen, a club where the vampires in town are known to hang out, and that's where we are now. So we'll say that you guys, um, uh, while you've been hanging out, kind of talking to Deadeye in his house, that you drinking guys have gotten whiskey. your drinking whiskey, you've gotten your short rest. Slinging I would hot. like to mm -hmm. establish for anyone at home that because we've taken two short rests, I've used uh, Zealot's Trance twice. So if you're adding up how many spell slots or whatever, I've had two Zealot's Trance. Wait, Emily, people are micromanaging your spells? <laughs> Surprisingly, yes. Yeah, huh. Another message for the people counting Emily's spells. Back the fuck up. <laughs> I do like to picture people like having their own character sheets for us while they listen. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. That's the cute side of it. <laughs> yeah. But don't manage my luck points either. <laughs> I have used seven bullets. You have Very wait, good. you have a limit to the bullets? I take this shit seriously. <laughs> I'm keeping track of every single is resource. That I would say into the class or is that a is that no? I uh, had a certain amount of gold that uh, me and Murph uh, agreed on prior mm -hmm. to the campaign, and I used it to buy uh, ammunition. Is that what I you would were say? Doing? I would say he wouldn't have to worry about it, but then he was doing like sixty damage per attack, so he does have to worry about it. <laughs> I have decided. Shit! I just realized because I got those spell slots back, and I have this, and I have this spell I've been wanting to use on Balnor. That's like Ooh. it makes your um, it makes a ranged weapon more powerful. Wait, why wouldn't you want to use it on me? Uh, anyways, I wonder if I could use it on you. <laughs> hey, actually, while we're uh, getting ready to go out for our big night uh, at the at the normal club, uh, hey, Deadeye, would you mind giving Valnor a couple uh, shooting lessons, maybe? Oh, sure. Set up some cans? I'd, I'd, um, sure, yeah. I'd, uh, if that's okay with you, Valnor. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. Why don't we frame it as a shooting contest? <laughs> it's a little more fun. <laughs> that is Ooh, a little more fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, no, that's cool with me. Valnor, Valnor, uh, Valnor. Shh. Stop, Beth. Beth, what are you doing to me, you bud? This, what are you doing to me, bud? Uh, well, there, friend. Uh, how long you been uh, applying your trade there with your firearm? Let's see. Well, we it was back the gnomes. Beverly asked them to get me a gun. Uh, four or five days. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Time moves fast. I'll tell you this, my friend. Uh, if you know the right way to study, four or five days is all the time you need to learn gun skills. Mm, uh, that's me and reading. <laughs> it's true. That. You learn. You trying to learn how to read? I'm getting pretty good. Oh, all right. I take out Ulfgar goes punch, <laughs> and I start, and I immediately fail, and then I put it away, mumbling about how the book Aww. is broken. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, hey, now. And I go over to her. As, <laughs> as soon as you take it out, I sit cross-legged on the floor. <laughs> Remember, you, know, you got, got to work on the phonetics. The phonetics. The, yeah. each, each letter has its own stupid, stupid little book. character. I think it's broken. No, no, I no. no book. I think I used the battery on this well, book. Well, if, if you don't finish that book, you're never going to get to the Alanis chapter books. And there's a lot of fun in there. Oh, that does sound fun. Uh-huh. It's not age appropriate. She smokes in every chapter. <laughs> All right. Well, if we're listen, uh, if we're going to head to the Red Fin, there might be some trouble there. Um, you mind if I get a couple more hits off that Crickwater Hall? <laughs> oh, please. You uh, honor me, sir. Deadeye, are we going to get eaten there? Well, uh, not if I can do anything about it. Uh, and Deadeye's going to walk over and take a uh, long rifle off the wall uh, <gasps> and sling yeah. it on his Damn. back. Oh! Uh, y'all already met Lou Ann. This is Reba. Oh my god, I love the <laughs> you, names of these. You've got a full coven. <laughs> well, you know, I try my best. Harem, really. Uh, this is, oh, hardly. These, uh, these are working women. These are my uh, sisters in arms here. The, oh, harem's uh, a good thing. Really? Oh. Yeah, it's a group of women. It's a group of strong women empowering each other, to spending time one. together. <laughs> yeah. Moonshine, I think you need to learn how to read the dictionary next. <laughs> I'm with you. Harems are cool. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that you are right to be on your guard there, Slim. Uh, these vampires are going to be in various states of hunger, and their appetite is quenched by one thing and one thing only. Now, I'll try to sort them out when we get there, but what you should know is that there's plenty of these young teenagers out there willing to hawk themselves off as blood pets. So as long as you don't cross anybody or start any trouble, there should be easier pickings for these skeeters out there than y'all. Okay. Okay, so we're trying to sort of endear ourselves to these skeeters. Am I misunderstanding? Well. We'd like to form a shoddy alliance with these skeeters. The point is this. We're all trapped here in Grimhawk. And you've heard about these Montgomerys, right? That live up in Grimhawk Manor. Yeah, I heard about what's Alabaster Montgomery? Ambrose. Ambrose. I knew some highfalutin A name. Didn't know it was a full family affair. Oh, it's a full family affair. Now. Don't get me wrong. These vampires are just as twisted and sick as these revenants are, just that their aims are a little bit more base, shall we say? Or perhaps more selfish. I guess you could put it that way. The main thing is they're easy to guess and easy to manipulate. They're just trying to eat. So there are some vampires that are going to be at the Red Fen tonight, and the mists around this town are controlled by Ambrose. He is the one who sets these mists going. Now, there are a number of lanterns in this town that can... All you need to do is just get a lantern. They're keyed to let you pass through the mists. We can all be out of here. Y'all can be on your way to rescue your moms. I can be on my way back to Bohemia in the lands of the living. Bing, bang, boom. We all get what we want. These lanterns are hard to come by, but they're not impossible. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, acquaintance of mine at the Red Fen right now who might be able to give us a hand locking one of these down. So you've yet to get your hands on one of these lanterns. I have been trying for quite some time. Okay. What's uh, gotten in your way? Well, there are some tasks in this town that are unpleasant or just plain old difficult to accomplish. And uh, the more sure you are to find a skeeter that's going to have their cells access to a lantern, the worst thing they're going to ask for. Now, we might have found ourselves a skeeter dumb enough to get us our hands on one. 
for a task that might be a little bit more palatable. How are these skeeters ever magically magically manipulatable? I think that depends. I mean, you're always taking a big risk, but I think especially some of the spawnier ones, some ones a little bit more feral, I think you can usually pull a trick on them pretty easy. But they're going to have a hard time getting their hands on a lantern? Exactly. Any The more likely that a skeeter is to have their hands on one of them lanterns, the more prepared they're going to be to defend against magical attack. So do you think that what we need to do... Ooh, okay. I've got a couple of things up my sleeve. Wait, I ain't wearing sleeves. I'm wearing a pinstripe vest. I, up the cup of my I, pants. I, I listen, you know, there's not much to do in Grimhawk, so I've been kind of hoarding just to pass the time. I cannot believe the duds you guys were able to find in my closet. You yeah. look... What do you yeah. think? I don't know. It looks like a kind of Bonnie and Clyde meets the Adams family. I like it. <laughs> I really, really like it. Pinstripe up top, pinstripe on the bottom. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> different size stripes, different color blacks. Listen, your shoes stripes don't... Stripes on stripes on stripes. Your shoes don't fit me, but your spurs sure as heck do. So I'm going to borrow a couple of those if that's okay. Oh, you're welcome to. My horse rotted away ages ago. So. <laughs> I saw the bones in the front yard. Yeah. yeah, I don't need those spurs even one bit, babe. You're welcome to them. And, uh, I'll take them. Be- before we depart... Part, can I ask you a sensitive question? And you can feel free to just, you know, if you don't want to answer, why don't you just, why don't you just bury your nose in that creek water? When did your skin start to rot off? Um, when I woke up here. Okay, I thought as much. Well, help yourself to that creek water. <laughs> yep, take it Oh, guys! The top for you. Oh, it's still good. I still got lungs. I don't have a stomach, but I got lungs. Yep. Crick water works just fine. It's looking on the bright side. We still got you, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Intel mission to the Red Fin to try and find some lanterns. Uh, I'm going to try to pin down my contact there. Okay. If y'all want to avail yourself of the local nightlife responsibly i assume uh y'all might be enough of a distraction we don't get much travelers through town that i might be able to pin down this contact over in a corner and get the business done real quick i pop i pop just the top button on my vest (laughs) oh yeah i think i'm wearing like you know when like kids wear a three-piece suit yeah (laughs) it's like it looks cute but it definitely doesn't fit yeah. That's what I got going on. You definitely found like a human child's uh, suit. <laughs> yeah. I'm like wearing what is that, what is that guy in uh, Westworld? Hector. I haven't seen. Sure, him. you know what I'm I've talking about. Seen it. Uh, in Westworld, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a long black trench coat mm-hmm. with a fucking. Oh, that's black good. Doublet on it. Nice. Yeah. No, all right. So, <gasps> do I'm... you have any steampunk specs I could put on? Steampunk space. Let me see here. Uh, uh, I'll root around in my house looking for any steampunk goggles that would have been gotten. <laughs> Go ahead and do an investigation check. <laughs> Let's see here what we got. Shout out to the two crew. You know what? I'm glad that I wasted your time and got that two out you. <laughs> I'll say you find it. You find a top hat. Maybe not like the cool goggles that you like. Can I crush it a little bit so it's like slightly shorter? Crush it a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Crush it a bit. A little bit. Roll it up. Take a hit. All right. I help Balnor get dressed. Sweet. Balnor um, also wears a child suit. (laughs) Oh, right. His has pinstripes. Well, y'all going to fit in, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Okay, that's good. All right, then. 
I suppose we make our way. I mean, are we, as we make our way, are we pretending to be just, you know, innocent vampire loving folk trying to have a good night at the Red Fen? Or are we sneaking our way there? Are you here? Here's a question for you, Deadeye, because you know your way around town. Are you trying to, because the um, church where like the revenants kind of hang out is um, on the way through like the fastest path, would you rather go around to, as to not have to pass them? We're going to be going around. All right, cool. Okay. So you guys take the long, scenic route. Cool. One last appearance thing. I'd like to say that I have my hair slicked back. Excellent. <laughs> Ooh, I do too. Oh, cool. <gasps> Hell yeah. Uh, I, I do one of those like slick back like that they kind of like stand up almost like mohawky in the middle. Oh, cool! Like looks like it's teased. Mine's underneath. out. Yeah. Mine's just out. Like I got shocked by a real big fright. You know what? <laughs> While we're at it, I think Whoa. I'm gonna I'm gonna like shave the sides a bit, like uh like Vikings. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. I think while well, you guys are like slicking your hair back and doing this whole like makeover out of Dead Eyes closet, <laughs> he's just super happy because he's all you know. It's just like uh, uh, I think that he seems genuinely like sight to have friends around, not just yeah. people around. And also you guys feel like his like ticket, it's like, oh my God, something happened that was different. Yeah. Like yeah. the Groundhog Day got interrupted. Um, and then he looks over at Bev while you're trying on stuff and says, hey fella, I think that, that's a nice cravat you got there, pal. Uh, oh, thanks, yeah. It's got a little bit of blood on it, but I think it works. I think it works with your eyes. You got a little speck there, color in the iris there. I might do this and he's gonna like do like a different knot on the cravat. Yeah, that's a complex knot. Well, yeah, uh, show me that one. He goes, I got pretty quick fingers. Uh, and his right hand fully detaches from his arm, runs across his shoulders, <laughs> down his left arm, pops Whoa. back on his wrist. Says, uh, yeah, seems like you, this is your first time dressing in kind of a darker palette, unless I read you wrong. You're actually very attentive, and you've got, you got a good eye, dead eye, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I do. Oh, your one of your ribs fell off when you laughed. I laugh too hard sometimes. That one's loose, so that's yeah. gonna that's gonna do that. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're right on the money. I um, I guess I, I I'm trying to like find my own way and like kind of walk in the mist between light and dark. Well, young, and that's a brave first step. I gotta commend you on that, Slim. I've been uh, been burned by the light as often as I've been scared by the dark, and um. I think you're looking in the right place for answers, friend. Yeah, I think, you know, we've, we've learned a lot from you in the 30 minutes or so that we've known you. It's been a wild 30 minutes. I got to say, we got in a fight. We met a, we met a shell man. There's yeah. that lady with the wimple. It's been... Uh-huh. <laughs> it, has, it has been a few hours. Oh, yeah. A lady with the wimple. <laughs> I mean, I spent, I, I don't know if I was clear before, I spent an entire year arranging a rock garden out of novelty glasses in my basement. It's so this beautiful. has been. It's, it's very zen. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It has been a big day today. Yeah. Um, hey, that hand thing, can you like control that? How far away? What's the range on that? Oh, this bad boy here? Yeah. Uh, he uh, snaps the hand off and he reaches his other fist back and hits the back of his head and pops the dead eye out of the clean side of no his face. No way. Um, his index and pointer, his index finger and thumb on his right hand close around the eyeball, and the remaining three uh, fingers that are free skitter around <laughs> like a little tripod thing, holding his eye, and it runs out of the room. Oh, that's some sneaky shit. Wait, seems... we clock that, right? <laughs> yeah, I you think certainly see that, yes. 
damn, there's a rat running underfoot. I step on it. Don't step on it. Papa's going nuts trying to bite it. Papa Behave yourself, Esquire. Papa! Just biting at it and swinging it around. Mr. Handy. Dead Eye jumps in and tries to wrestle his hand and eye away from Papa. You wrestle it right away. Scrambling. Make him do an opposed athletic check. I guess Papa? Yeah. All right. <laughs> do I have to roll for Papa? Uh, yeah, you can roll for Papa. What does Papa add to athletics? So little, probably like minus three. <laughs> oh, Papa got a 19, but minus three, 16? that's going to be 16. I only got a 13. <laughs> he successfully oh. gets the hand away and is just scrambling around. Oh. Scramble, man, get back here. Bing, Scramble back bing, here. Bing. Wow, I really need that. I cannot <laughs> just stress how much I need those two things. <laughs> we got a scramble man and a scramble hand. I uh, uh, I telepathically uh, calm. I calm my heart to try and calm Papa's okay. heart. He, he starts drooling and then he just like flops over and starts snoring. <laughs> Dead Eye walks over with his. Uh, he he visibly. It's a cool trick, but he visibly has worse eyesight and less coordination. He's like down a hand and down an eye when he does that. Uh, <laughs> walks over uh, and snatches his eye and hand back and reaffixes them, pops the Dead Eye back into his head. That seems, that seems uh, forgive me, handy if you're ever captured or anything like that. I'll tell you what, a lot of sheriffs in a lot of jail cells learned that lesson about Dead Eye the wrong way. <laughs> Ooh, you show them. Every tale you tell is uh, just a, whew, it's a river. <laughs> you should write a memoir. You know what? I actually have been writing one. Would you want to take a look? Yes, I would love to take a look because I feel like us crick folk, we have such an oral tradition mm-hmm. and we aren't writing it down enough. And, you know, we don't get ourselves out there. We don't get to represent ourselves the way that we wish to be represented because the only thing you see about crick elves, high elves wrote. That's exactly right. We got to tell our own stories. Yeah. Uh, Dead Eye pushes open a uh, room in his home and it's just like full <laughs> Pepe Silvia bloody hand prints <laughs> oh, no. all over. Oh, it's <laughs> on the wall again, huh? <laughs> oh, just no. pages of poetry huh. being like, the shadows are crawling in. My name is slipping away like ash on the wind. I see their faces. So <laughs> it's sort of I'm doing a stream of consciousness thing. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, I wonder if you just like, I don't know, what if you did a pass that was like more about concrete facts and names and times I'm and I'm worried events. about it being name droppy. Yeah, okay. I don't be that guy. You, you know? know what? I can't read, so I'm probably not a good editor anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do you guys head out to uh, the Red Fen? Where, where are you guys heading next? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's go Red to Fen? The, let's go to Red Fen. Yeah, we're going cool. Red Fen. Sweet. Uh, so you guys take the long way, take the long way mm-hmm. um, and you travel uptown. Um, you see uh, downtown was all, you know, full of uh, peasants who had like boarded mm-hmm. up their homes and every everything. Nobody was outside. Um, very dirty and decrepit. Um, but here you see well-preserved homes, these beautiful colonial style houses with balconies and verandas. Uh, it's in stark contrast uh, to the houses downtown. Uh, and you begin to see people. You see young, attractive people walking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the women wear tight dresses. Okay. The men are in form-fitting suits. Uh, a lot of these oh, people no. appear to be affluent. 
Um, but These others, are all vampires, though, right? Some of them might be. Um, Bev, your evil sense is probably going off a little mm-hmm. more than usual. Um, but you also see, like uh, Sandy, the girl that uh, you guys had um, dropped off in the tavern a few hours ago. Notice he uh, didn't say rescued. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dropped off in the tavern a few hours ago. Like her, a lot of people are like peasants that have uh, clearly like tailored their own stuff to tr- kind of try to fit in. This um, is so sad. It is sad. And you see that most of the people are hanging around this place called the Red Fen. Um, As we approach the Red Fen, I'm going to say, uh, Moonshine, you yeah. think you could um, make some lights? Do you think you'll make, make some lights with magic? I could make some lights with magic. I did not stock daylight because I used daylight oh, no. previously and it was to horrible effect. No, 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 no. I, I don't want anything big and attack. Just like a cantrip, really. Just some. I like to do this thing when I walk into a bar where I walk up and my you can see my boots under the door at the front of the bar and everyone kind of they kind of they turn and look and they see the boots and then the door opens and then the, if I can get light behind me and then I just have my silhouette in the door it's this Ooh, I've done it a that couple times that sounds great I got produce flame oh that'd be great so I'll just make a bunch of flame if you just make a bunch of flame but yeah then it's like I, and I'll walk up and I'll hit my boots real hard and Ooh. people will be like what's those boots and then I'll be in the door and then open and then just a silhouette in yeah. the door and then if I'll you be- need some assistance with your boots hitting really hard I <laughs> take out my wood block <laughs> <laughs> yeah Hell you know what? Why don't we put on like basically like a regional theater of you walking into this thing? We oh, can yeah. give all the Bev. Will you uh minor losing some fog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah! God yes, it's been so long. Yeah. Sweet. So Let's Bev, this guy like a uh, human fog machine, begins making a little bit of fog come out from his hands. Uh, you twiddle your fingers, and it comes out like a like a mist machine from Hot Topic. I'm also gonna hiss to produce my flame. <laughs> Moonshine makes a little light uh, behind yeah. Deadeye here. Hard one times the wood block, watching Deadeye's feet. Uh, Deadeye, you walk up to the door of the tavern. Click. You have to like Click. wait. <laughs> you have to Click. wait a little bit because people are like going in and out, and you're waiting for like the enough space between people that you can make an epic entrance. Uh, and the time is right. I think even Deadeye goes as he's walking up, just for him to hear. <laughs> we all here. <laughs> uh, Dad, I go ahead and do a performance check as you enter. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Ooh, I want to waste a... Oh, that's going to be a hot eight. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, okay. I, yep. you um, kick open the door. Um, fog coming in behind you. Um, your feet hit the ground uh, just as hard one hits the wood block. Um, you are silhouetted in the light. Uh, you stand there like a fucking cowboy that just came into town. Um, you get super excited and a bunch of your ribs start falling out. Oh, crashing shit, into shit, the ground. shit, 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 shit. I accidentally, I get distracted by this and accidentally switch <laughs> From produce flame to infestation. <laughs> and so bugs start no. crawling all over. Oh, uh, no fucking maggots in me. They won't they'll be there forever. <laughs> Shit, sorry, sorry. Oh, God, oh, no. I can't, there was like, Dead eye, your bones, your oh, bones. Papa, Papa, get the man's bones. Get the bones. Goes in, starts eating the bugs inside. You feel Papa scrambling inside you, Dead Eye. Oh, that tickles. Oh, that tickles. Oh, I can feel him licking my heart. The bugs, not the bones. The bugs, not the bones. Starts like trying to swallow your heart. I got a possum in my gut. It's cutting into you. Pawpaw's gotten into me. <laughs> uh, Pawpaw flops out. Uh, satisfied from eating a bunch of bugs. Uh, crawls back up into Moonshine's bib. All right. Well, I'm sorry, gang. That was a good effort, but all my ribs fell out. Uh, so are you guys all going in or just Deadeye? 
I think just dead eye, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 dead eye would look and say. Um, or do, unless you think it's safe for us to all go in. I think it'd be better if they know how you got into town. So why don't we walk in together? Right. That's uh, true. Yeah. And I'll and uh, I'll go in and uh, I'll find my friend and all y'all. Uh, I mean, help yourselves. I honestly don't think that anyone's gonna mess with you. But if they do, just holler and. Uh, okay. You know what'll happen. Sure thing. Cool. Should we all attempt a dead eye entrance? <laughs> <laughs> I run in and say, did anyone see my bugs? <laughs> <laughs> to try and save face for Deadeye. I try and scoop up some of the mm-hmm. fog from Bev's uh, fog machine and just try and have like a sultry entrance. <laughs> so you guys, people are just fully not paying attention to you guys. You guys just like walk into this extremely crowded bar. Wow. Um, I almost look and it's busy in here. <laughs> it's very busy. I hate that. Uh, huh. There's a pianist uh, playing a jazzy tune. Um, mm. There are black leather chairs and small tables uh, sitting atop rugs of deep red. Uh, smoke is filling the air as the patrons puff on their pipes. Uh, it's very loungy. Uh, there are some people enjoying drinks, mm-hmm. uh, but there are also people getting their blood sucked by vampires. Is there anyone like dancing naked like an erotic statue? No. Okay. Is there a pipe nearby that I can have and smoke? Let me describe the room. Uh, you see sitting... We on- do all the drugs! <laughs> You guys see sitting on the various couches um, are these like glossy eyed humans leaning back almost. They don't look quite like the shells. They look like they're in like ecstasy or something. Almost like they're, you know, like they fucking um, as vampires like sensually bite their necks or their wrists. Uh, And you immediately clock uh, sitting on a chair in the corner of the room um, is a pale man with long silver hair and red eyes wearing a red smoking jacket. Uh, there was a woman in his lap uh, with similarly long silver hair and red eyes wearing a crimson dress with a split uh, that that shone off a lot of leg. Mm. Uh, they're stroking each other's hair. Um, but you see their attention turns to you guys immediately and their eyes follow you as you guys walk into the room. Um, you recognize this um, uh, yeah, dead eye. Uh, dead eye uh, is going to look over at you guys and just out of the side of he actually like speaks out of the hole in his cheek to be as like as circus <laughs> as possible and just goes like that's Waylon and Scarlet Montgomery they uh, act socialites but they're cruel and they mean business I'd steer clear oh but what if maybe one of us needed to sort of like run some sexual recon are they like swingers invite a third in or anything like that sexual recon yeah sort of my dropping that like it's a term we all use <laughs> Moonshine and Baldor could, pa- could partner yeah, up on we that could, should we go no, in there uh, I think it'd be a solo mission last time but you know it kind of got compromised tell you like this Moonshine if you try to get in a threesome that way that's a threesome that's going to end as a twosome you understand oh because uh, I'm going to be so good one of them leaves the other <laughs> Thank you. Up top, I go for really a high good. five on your bone hand. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, no. Dead eye, dead eye actively resists, but the hand flies off and slaps. <sighs> okay. Uh, and you also see standing near this couple um, are um, men and women in black surcoats with red trimming. Uh, they have gray hair uh, and no oh. pupils, just like white eyes. Uh, and they're standing at attention, almost like they're standing guard. They're like this entourage for these uh, for Waylon and Scarlet. Mm. Mm. Um, and Deadeye, you would know these to be um, vampire spawn. These are like <laughs> guys children? that'll just do whatever they want. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Um, basically like lesser vampires that have been turned by that vampire. Okay. Um, okay. 
And behind the lounge area, uh, you see is an actual bar. It's this small, like, L-shaped bar. Uh, there's a bartender uh, with raven locks, piercing blue eyes, and a tight purple dress with a corset, uh, serving wow. some, like, extremely drunk young men and women who appear to be, like, mortals um, who just lap up the wine and ale. And you can tell it's, like, one of those things where it's, it's like people flirting with the bartender where you know it's not going to go anywhere, but she keeps, like, buttering them up. Hmm. Um, and next to the bar is a staircase that leads upstairs. Dad, I just want you to know that if you need a bargaining chip, Operation Bloodlad is on the table. That is a very heroic gesture, young Beverly. Uh, let me ask you a question, by the way. Uh, how old are you, Slim? I'm, about, I'm 16. Okay, that, that feels like, all right. I'm gonna have to just reckon with this later, bringing a, bringing a minor here. But that's just that's all. Oh, he's me. good. He can hold his own. Yeah, yeah. I I drink, he drinks a, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I have a I have a real quick question. Very mature. Would you say that a vampire's bite is piercing? Piercing damage. I'd say that their gaze is just like their bite. It's, it's piercing. Yeah, it's absolutely. piercing. Because yeah. it might be fun to just cast stone skin on young Beverly, send him in to get his blood sucked. Because <laughs> he would have resistance to piercing damage. I mean, all of this makes me think that I better run upstairs and do my business real quick because y'all gonna yeah. start a ruckus down here. <laughs> we're, just, we're just exploring. We're just spitballing. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys keep. Hey, no judgment and brainstorming. You guys keep exploring options. Okay, no bad ideas. And while you're kind of in that blue sky phase, <laughs> I'm gonna run upstairs as literally as fast as I possibly can. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dead Eye is gonna uh, gonna hoof it upstairs, uh, but he but he will on his way out be like. While those two are making out of the lounge, I'd probably recommend that y'all park it at the bar. Seems a little bit safer the places in here right now. Ah, Sounds good. Yeah, that's great. While we're all at the bar, uh, I kind of huddle everyone up and I say, Hey, uh, hard one, just a reminder, uh, you probably were thinking about this already, but we should not tell Deadeye that your mom is a revenant. He seems iffy on the whole deal. Yeah, I guess he's a little anti-revenant, but this yeah. it also could be these specific revenants true, true, who true. made this weird religious pact. But yeah, let's let's do like a less is more thing for now. I think so. Better to ask forgiveness. Radical than opaqueness. <laughs> um, people, Dada is family. We can tell him anything. I, I, if he asks, I think we can. I just don't know if we need to be volunteers. Sure, but now that it's on the table, I'm gonna feel like I'm holding my tongue, not telling him. Okay, well, if you if you think it's okay, if you trust him, then I'll trust I, you on it. You know it. what? I'll, I'll lay my life on this one. Okay. We can trust him with that information. But also, hard one, have you considered, do you think that your mom is down here living that revenant life? Do you think she's fritting about with her little copper mask? No, I mean, we know that she that Galad's got her. Yeah. And we I haven't heard shit about Galad and Grandpa, have we? That's Galad true. couldn't be and now just follow me here glad couldn't be the dusk goddess could he oh man he's so good <laughs> i just wouldn't put it past him yeah could, it's a sleazy right? move for him but it, yeah absolutely in his wheelhouse it sounds like a it sounds like a shitty band yeah so it could easily be him it's like a, re- a weird pr rebrand yeah. but i think he, i could see him doing that I think let's cut up to Deadeye because this yeah. stuff's probably yeah. happening pretty fast. You guys are finding uh, seats at the bar over here. Um, as you guys uh, discuss Deadeye, let's cut to him. Uh, so Deadeye, you go upstairs. Um, and you've probably been upstairs here before. Um, you see a short hall uh, with doors on either side. Uh, looks to be six rooms. And outside the one in the back right corner are two of these pupilless servants in um, black surcoats. 
Deadeye approaches and nods to them silently. They nod to you, and um, one of them knocks on the door. Uh, and you hear from inside, like, furious slurping. And you hear, who the fuck is it? <clears throat> Mr. Montgomery, it's uh, Deadeye Sybin out here. Ow. Oh, shit. <laughs> After a minute, you hear um, sounds like a body hitting the ground. Um, and this dude uh, opens the door. Uh, you see this is uh, Bo. This is um, uh, Bo Montgomery. Uh, he's got the same smoking jacket as the guy downstairs, but he's totally disheveled. Uh, you see some of the buttons on his shirt are undone. It's untucked. His long silver hair is like stringy and frayed. And he's got this like kind of crazy manic look. And you see on the ground is this guy, probably 18 or 19 years old, dead with a huge wound in his neck. Like Bo completely sucked the life out of him. And Bo goes, ah, oh, man, I got you uh, what you need. And now you're going to do uh, what I asked you to do, right? Uh, absolutely. Look, uh, do you want to discuss inside or do you want to discuss out here in the hallway? Yeah, it's not, a, uh, it's not a fucking bad idea. Sorry, man. I'm really fucking hyped I up right understand. now. You can trust these guys. He pats the vampire spawn on the shoulders. Oh, I mean, yeah, these are the faces of complete certainty and loyalty. I trust them with my very own life. All let's right, man. Inside, get the fuck in yeah, here, wise in here. ass. Uh, he grabs you um, and closes the door. Uh, and you see inside... Um, you see the girl that you guys brought to the tavern before is tied up. She's got like uh, a uh, cloth around her mouth and is like crying and like looking at you. You see him um, reach into his pocket and he pulls out uh, this little box of like ammo, this little um, box of bullets. Uh, and he goes, I got you uh, what you said you needed. Uh, my daddy's got some fucked up fucking necrotic magic, whatever fucking kills revenants. You shoot one of those suckers with one of these suckers and they'll bleed for real. Just get one hit on them. You can kill them from there. Now, does that need to be administered post them dropping? Or if I pop them once with one of these? Just pop them once. And then any other way we take them As long them as they don't got a lot of time to recover. All right. Roger yeah. that, friend. You get that, I get you that lantern. Now, you have this lantern. You know where you're getting it from. You know where it's locked down. How do I come and collect it once the job's done? You you kill that Bortram motherfucker. You get rid of him. You come back to the Red Fan. You know where I am, man. You know I'm here. I know where you are. I want to know where the lantern's going to be and how it's going to get here. I'll bring the lantern here, man. We'll meet here. This is my room, man. It's where I do my business. I know, Bo. I know it's where you do your business. I'm just a man who likes to have a bargain set and everybody's seeing eye to eye. And his eye, the pupil like shrinks in his dead eye. <laughs> he says, now, this lantern, this is not a situation where your daddy's got all them lanterns in a vault somewhere and you're going to need to go to ask permission. I mean to say that up in the Montgomery house, you got a lantern that you know about that you can go and grab. And after I'm done, it's going to be here. Is that correct? My daddy, look, he sends out messengers and shit. He does have them in a vault. I'll give you that. And normally I would need to ask permission, but I just wait for the fucking next messenger to get in. Got one coming back tomorrow. We fucking grab him. And I got the lantern. All right, Bo. I'm counting on you. Because I will say this. And you understand that I'm a man of my word. If I do this for you, and these revenants are not a problem in this town for you anymore, and I come back and it turns out, oops, there was a problem, and this lantern can't come back, I'm not going to be a problem for you. 
but what I tell your father about you offering it, that's going to happen. Oh, that's fucked up, man. You're going to do that to me? You're going to do that to Bo, your friend? Bo, I'm not going to do it. Because tomorrow, you're going to give me that lantern, and you're never going to see right, me again. Man. Exactly. You're going to be fucking off, man. That's exactly right. We're I, good, man. Hey. I don't want a crazy motherfucker like you after me, man. Just fucking kill the guy. That's right. I'll get I you your stupid am. lantern, man. Good. I'm glad that we are on the same page and seeing eye to eye. You have a pleasant rest of your evening, Bo. You do. Uh, Dead Eye's going to walk out of the room. Anyways, as I was saying, I think Dead Eye, we can trust him. <laughs> <laughs> I bet my life on it. All right, let's drink on it. All right, let's drink on it. Cheers, uh, y'all. You see, um, uh, Deadeye is starting to walk down the stairs just as like the bartender's coming over to you guys. Um, she goes, what are y'all going to be drinking tonight? I don't know. What are you drinking? Um, <laughs> might be drinking you later. Okay, time to go, everyone. We're all done here. All right. Well, how about oh, a little uh, taste? Well, yeah, well, hey, can I, we go I, walk me down, please? I take a paper cut and just kind of squeeze out a little uh, bit. She furiously starts sucking at... Go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> oh. Or charisma saving throw, rather. Oh, is this uh, charmed? It is. Charmed? I have advantage. 19. Uh, 19. You pass. Um, so yeah, she's just uh, sucking on your finger. Sorry, just for the record, I just wanted to squeeze a little bit of a paper cut into a into a. And she a, grabbed into your a, like finger a, oh, and okay. started like biting you. Damn. I see. <laughs> Yo, dead eye. My girl's got game, right? <laughs> you see that? Uh, Everybody wants to get with this bartender. Hey, all right. Hey, three seconds flat. Uh, do I know the bartender's name? Flat. Uh yes, Josette. Very impressive. Yeah, Moonshine's got a real gift, my friend. Uh, he's going to. Uh, does gonna bite the inside of his cheek. Uh, and take, let some of the sludgy, nasty blood come out and uh, grab Josette and spit some of his blood into her mouth. <laughs> oh, what the fuck are you doing, man? She, like, yeah. pushes you back. Good luck getting that taste out of there. That's going to oh. be good for a while. <laughs> Tastes like a bunch of pennies put in a blender with trash. <laughs> you were the missing piece in our romantic puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's what while this is happening? What's in the bar? Like what's like back there? Is it all just like normal alcohol? Or yeah, it's all like normal alcohol. They're basically just. It becomes very clear to you that it's just them luring people, young yeah. people, in okay. with like alcohol and shit, mm-hmm. so that they can bite them. So it's not like tonics or anything like that. No elixirs. Uh, nothing. I mean, you could make like a cocktail. Is that okay. what you're? No, I was gonna like mage hand a potion if it was back there, but you can reach behind the bar if you'd like. <laughs> seems unwise as we're about to leave uh i will okay. i will resist all right yeah let's be on our way i'll take a whiskey for the road yeah cool um she pours you a drink uh as you guys are starting to um walk out uh you guys see a couple of the vampire spawn that were sitting with uh Waylon and scarlet in the corner uh stand in front of the door uh and one of them goes uh, the lady and the gentleman would like to uh, speak to you uh, and looks at Hard One and Beverly. Dude, we're so lucky! I wink at Moonshine. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm jealous, Hard One, but you go with my blessing. <laughs> All right, I guess it takes two to tango. It's time right. for us to play a little Moonshine in Balnor, huh? Dead I hold, hold my your jacket. Dead I, you fully know that it's, you would assume that um, it's because Beverly's a virgin. You know that like Waylon and Scarlet have like particular tastes. Uh, um, uh, 
Man, uh, I can't Jedi, believe they single. Jedi, they must love just like young men, right? Uh, Deadeye gets Virile. a horrified expression on his undead face, grabs Beverly, pulls you close and says, you listen to me. If you want to survive, you got to fuck hard one right now. <laughs> <laughs> what journals of mine have you been reading? <laughs> Where did you get those? I'm you sorry. don't get the time. Bev, I took it out of the bag. I thought the other people would see it. I must have left it out. There were three locks I'm on that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's good with his hands. He's got quick hands. Oh, did he do the little hand trick? I don't know. <laughs> um, it's just look at that ass. Uh, uh, while um, uh, while Dad is doing that, he's going to roll a uh, sleight of hand check to put his hand and eye inside one of Beverly's pockets. You can do that willingly if you want, but... I don't want anyone else at the bar. Sure, go ahead. See it. Good call. Uh, that's going to be a 32 from me. <laughs> yes, you do it. Um, um, stuff goes into the pocket, um, and I just want that eye basically peeking out of his coat to, to uh, try to confirm anything that's like, just to see if anyone's going to like make a move on Bev or whatever while me and Moonshine are by the door. Sweet. Hard one, it's I'm, our just, time I'm to saying shine. goodbye to hard one. I'm like, yo, have fun in there. I can't. I got. I would be lying if I said I was. I wasn't jealous. Yeah, I like leaning and dap moonshine up. Holy shit! I heard your boys at it again. I heard vampires spoke <laughs> so fast. I'm so jealous. I'm yeah, elbowing yeah, yeah. hard one, being like, I hope they're not suck you by, and I like wink a little bit. <laughs> Valnor's <Holy> fully shit. <laughs> horrified. Holy I did shit. this before, so I guess I can't tell you not to do it. But uh, oh boy. Man, you know, you go to the club, you never know what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. I saw I saunter over and I grab a pipe from somebody else who's smoking. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, you just grab it from, like, one of the peasants. It doesn't matter. It's just like Dang. some kid's just like, hey, man, what the fuck? Just like some, like, 19-year-old. <laughs> I shout after him, roll deep. Yeah. Roll deep. Cootie. Uh, so are you, guys, are you guys going over to um, Waylon and Scarlet? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you guys walk over to them. Um, they've got this little posse of um, uh, vampire spawn. Um, what are you guys doing, uh, Deadeye and Moonshine, while this is happening? I think I'm just leaning over to Deadeye and be like, you know, I'm a little jealous. I am. I have to be honest. I kind of wish I got hand plucked like them. Well, plucked to get sucked. You couldn't get hand plucked because you've done it before. Oh, oh, because I let my finger go in that woman's mouth. No, no, they're only picking virgins. That. <laughs> that can't be true. Wait, but hard one fucks like all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hard one fucks hard one's all pretty the time. I think you know. I I have gotten the vibe since it's just us. I have gotten the vibe that maybe he's not the best at it. Like maybe he's got a bit to learn. Not knowing anything that's being said right now, I turn and just shake my fist <laughs> like hell yeah. <laughs> I shake my fist back and then say like I get the impression maybe he's a bit selfish. You know, not in the exploratory phase. Well, yet. you'd have to be selfish if the only thing you'd ever done was jerk off because that dude is a capital V verge. In. Well, that just contradicts some of the stuff he said. Okay. <laughs> I'm not surprised, Moonshine. <laughs> that oh. guy's got a beard down to his navel. He's ripped to shit. He has a big old... What does that hammer symbolize? What was the weapon he had before the hammer? Big old axe. Yeah, old big old phallic instrument. Oh. Wow. I mean, that guy... You don't have to be a psychologist to read that guy like a book. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't make him feel comfortable to tell me that. 
Well, you know, it's hard. Masculinity is a, a trap for a lot of people. <laughs> well, I wish he knew Meanwhile. that he could have told me that. Hey, hard and one. I would have been completely okay with that. We could have talked about it. And, I, you know, we could have had some healthy But that's the thing. Is it's, not a, it's not the judgment's not coming from you. It's coming from within himself. It's society. Oh, Laura, you are so right. <laughs> you guys Wait have this a second. Deep combo. Are they in danger? <laughs> Me- meanwhile, Beverly and Hard One, um, you guys approach... Um, Scarlet and Waylon, um, they are surrounded by uh, by these vampire spawner, like standing there, like the Secret Service, uh, and uh, yeah, two extremely hot people. Uh, she's sitting in his lap. They're both like stroking each other's hair, but they're looking at you guys, and you see they like sniff as you get close. Uh, and uh, Scarlet goes, "You're not from around here, are you?" No, but ways out of town. Oh yeah. And Wayland sniffs up a bunch. <laughs> oh, you're from the mortal plane, aren't you? Sure are. Yeah, mm-hmm. untainted meat. I like that. Untainted. I don't know about that. Beverly Togold V, pleased to meet you. Nice to meet you. Wayland Montgomery mm-hmm. uh, and Scarlet Montgomery. This is my sister. Uh, oh. Ew. They, they uh, shake their hands. It's I, like that, then. I, like, give them the limpest handshake possible. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. As is the custom amongst the vampires. Yeah. So, uh, what we playing? Like, uh, you got board games? Like, cards? What's up? Oh, I got a fun game for all of us to play. Now, I'm a little bit more choosy than these other people here. Uh, you see these, like, kind of, not minor vampires. You ran into these kind of lesser vampires when you were in the mist that were, like, monsters. These are more, like, Langston-type vampires, just, like, scumbag, Hot Topic-looking guys, Mm -hmm. like, are biting into people on the couch. Uh, and, uh, you see Scarlet goes... They're so crass out here with these public displays of affection, uh, but we have more discerning tastes, and uh, we lack our privacy, so we'd like to invite you up to our private suite upstairs. We're going to have to insist, in fact. I imagine you chose my associate and I because of our huge plump rumps and no other reason, um, and we see that as a grand compliment, so we'll mm. obviously be adjourning with you. You see uh, Waylon licks his lips. Yeah, juicy plump rump full of virgin blood. Over by the door, Dead Eyes just shaking his head going, stupid bringing those two double thick asses in here. <laughs> God, oversight, damn it. <laughs> those boys are dummy thick. <laughs> so you just, you want to take us up upstairs just because one of us is a virgin? Yeah, me. I'm, a, I'm guilty. <laughs> you see, they both look at each other and they laugh and they go, "Yeah, sure, hon." <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. What hard one? Knock it off, Beth. Be cool. Be cool. <laughs> Moonshine doesn't know. <laughs> Again, did I? Okay. Are they in danger? <laughs> they are. Uh, I, they are in an incredible amount of danger. I told Bev to fuck hard one on the floor of the bar. Before- you know. Honestly, that is more dangerous than some of the than some other thing. I do not believe that we should be encouraging hard one and bed. There's a huge Be- inventory. I, there's a difference. huge there's a huge inventory. I'm just saying, Bev is a young man. I know he can get hard fast, and if he just spit in his if he could just spit in his hand and fuck hard one on the floor of this bar, they would both be off the menu. You understand okay. what I'm saying? I suppose that is a very logical approach to the problem. I'm out here trying to save lives. <laughs> uh, you see uh, Waylon and Scarlet uh, motion to their vampire spawn, uh, and they go, uh, they'll show you to our room. 
Ah, oh, well, here's the thing. We're, um... We don't want to get our blood sucked by you two weirdos. I so, see. <laughs> as fun as it would be for all of us to fuck, it feels like that's not where we're headed, right? Uh, Waylon stands up, puts his hand on your shoulder, and goes, Usually I'm against public displays of affection, but... And launches in and bites your neck. Oh! Identity. All right, guys, everybody roll initiative. Let's do it. Oh, Jesus. I rolled a 19. 11. I also got a 19. My initiative is 10. I'll say Deadeye and Moonshine. If you guys want to do like something minor now, you guys can do it because you guys were kind of watching them knowing something was going to happen. Uh, so I'll say you can't really have an action prepared because if you had your hand on your gun or something, somebody would have seen that. But um, you guys can do, entity. you can symbi symbiotic entity, for a instance. Symbiotic entity as soon as I see. Sweet. Um, uh, what would you like to do? Um, I would like to, from inside Bev's clothing, grab his holy symbol of Pelor and fling it out of his clothes like a ring toss onto Waylon's head. Sweet. Okay, so it's as um, it's as Waylon is launching in to bite hard one. Um, go ahead and make a sleight of hand check. I'll say... I'll say DC 20. It should be pretty hard. Yeah, it's a ring toss. It's a ring toss. Those things are rigged. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Come on, win the big Garfield. I rolled a natural nine plus <laughs> 1322. Oh, shit. Yep, <laughs> okay, so technically, technically, uh, vampires in 5e don't have any kind of uh, adverse effects from uh, holy symbols, but I'll say the shock of having, I'll say it has enough of a minor effect that it shocks him out of his surprise round. He goes to bite into hard one. Uh, this necklace uh, shoots off of Bev, goes around Waylon's neck, and he like uh, hops, staggers back, and like uh, uses his surprise round to fucking pull it off and throw it on the ground. Um, well done. This probably doesn't <laughs> affect anything, but I did uh, combine my amulet with the like steel from uh, the Feywild, Feywild realm. They're not affected okay. by like uh, that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, so that is actually they are still first, but they don't get a surprise round, so that's nice. That is nice. Um, they are going to okay. First things first. The Scarlet is going to cast Charm on Hard One. Uh, hard one, go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw. Uh -oh. Don't forget to add plus four. Cool. Yeah, you're right cool, next cool. to Bev. Do you still have that? I do. Even though you're, oh, yep. good. I thought we were going to lose that. because No, no, no. 17. We lost the 17 raw? Uh, no, that's with Bev's thing. Let me see if I add anything to. You pass with a 17 anyway. Great. So um, she uh, goes to cast this spell on you. Um, you are so like shocked by everything that's happening that you don't even have time to make like the proper sensual eye contact with her to Damn. fall in love with her. What a miss. Um, <laughs> he, however, is going to be more brutish uh, and just uh, take some swings at you. And you guys see this entire bar has immediately turned into this fight. Um, Deadeye, you know this is exactly what had to not happen. Um, <sighs> uh, so Waylon uh, is gonna take uh, one armed, unarmed strike, uh, swings at you with his claws. Uh, and is going to hit on the first attack. That's a 21 to hit. Uh, that is 12 damage. Uh, and then is going to take a bite attack. Natural 19, that's going to super hit because that's like a 26. Uh, yeah. Sweet. So Waylon does manage to bite you. Um, hops forward, uh, takes a big bite into your neck. Told you I was going to do it one way or another. Yeah. Well, did you think they were trying to have sex with us? 
No, I knew they were. just wanted to suck our blood. <laughs> 19 damage to you, hard one. And um, until you take a short rest, you lose um, oh. 14 of that. Like you can't be healed for that. Ooh. Oh, I can't be. I can't be healed for my full. That's like gone. So your hit okay. point maximum goes down by 14. Got it. But you take 19. But total. a greater restoration would change that, right? Yes. Nice. That is hard one's turn. Cool. Every time I come close to getting laid, <laughs> somebody dies. Wayland, somebody. Wayland like uh, uh, pulls back from having bit you and goes, "Hey, man, we could have fooled around a little bit too. We would have just also eaten you. We should have led with that, you son of a bitch!" And I swing my hand right up. <laughs> seventeen to hit. Uh, seventeen does hit. Yeah, he's just a dude in a smoking jacket. <laughs> cool. So that's he looks seven, rad. 17 damage. 17 damage. Sweet. And then I'm going to butt him with the other side of my hammer. Nice. 16 to hit. 16 to hit is gonna hit. Great. Just a jacket. Just a jacket. Just natural armor. 18 damage. 18 damage. Nice. Uh, and then I'm going to fuck it. Use my action surge because I'm really pissed. Do Oops. it up. Ooh. What? You could have came up to our room, man. What did you think was going to happen? You that came to a fucking me, vampire we'll bar. 13 to hit. That, that does not that, hit. That, <laughs> uh, that times 20. Uh, 20 hits. Uh, another, wait, 17 damage. Uh, 17 damage. Oh, no, wait, 18. Sorry. 18 damage. 18. Yeah, you fucked this guy right up. Um, cool. However, uh, at the end of your turn, um, he's going to use a legendary action to oh. um, two legendary actions, actually, to make another bite attack. Uh, that is only 18 to hit, so he misses. Um, she is also going to use a legendary action to take a bite. She also gets an 18, and she misses. Good for you, hard one. Uh, that is neck. Deadeye's turn. Shit, 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 shit. Deadeye knows that it's so bad if we fight vampires in this bar for so many reasons. Um, yeah, so Dead I take it easy, because I think I still have a chance with this one. <laughs> I said we could fool around, man. I just get to eat your blood after. No, you and I are done. Um, uh, I don't I don't think Deadeye is going to unload on these vampires. Also, I can't, because my fucking shooting hand is in Bev's coat. Oh. Uh, so um, I'm going to huh. do something... I don't know if this is stupid or not, but I'm gonna do what I think Dead Eye would actually do. There are some people in this family that I haven't met, but that have a pretty bad reputation. Sure. Um, I think, would I know anything about a particular, like, Petunia Montgomery? Uh-huh. Would I know anything about her, because there's some other vampires in this town. Uh, would I know anything about her having a signature or a mark? I know that she's, like, pretty sick and demented. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Deadeye's gonna have his hand stab Bev uh, with two things, with the bony fingers, two things that look like bite marks uh, on his abdomen, and is going to um, wow. uh, streak across the bar uh, next to Bev. He'll, I'll use a bonus, a bonus action dash, uh, get over there, um, and uh, quickly like slip his hand and eye back onto his person and go and just yell at Waylon and Scarlet. They're marked, they're marked, they're not yours, they're hers. Go ahead and give me a deception check. This is gonna be a hard one because yeah. the, other, the other dudes don't leave the house really. Can I help on this? Mm -hmm. Since no. it's on my body? Okay. Um, I'll delay my initiative if, if, <laughs> if Bev wants to give me a help action. 
I mean, I have very good deception and persuasion. I'll say if you guys want to hold it off, I'll say just in the confusion of all of it, they're like, who the fuck are you talking about? Uh, while they're all fighting. Um, that is Bev's turn. Okay, great. Uh, I lift my shirt where I felt the puncture happen. Uh, I'm going to roll a deception check with advantage. Okay. Ooh, it's fun to play with another DM. I know. <laughs> Ring your bell, baby. Uh, that is an 18 plus 11 Jesus. is 29 on a deception check. You see uh, Scarlet and Waylon um, look at each other for a second, and you know that uh, they have their they have a sister and a brother that they're like pretty fucking scared of because they're sick fucks that just like hang out in their house. And they uh, look at each other and they like motion for the vampire spawn to stop for a second. They're like, hold on, hold on, now hold on. Um, you see they hang on the hard one. They hang on to Beverly, um, almost in like a standoff, um, and they lift um, Bev's shirt up. Uh, they see that he's got like two little like cuts on his stomach. Um, That's right. I'm claimed. That's don't pick me up. I'm I'm someone else's property. Uh, you see, uh, Scarlet looks up at you, dead eye, and goes, "This was." One of Petunia's, he'd be hanging from a meat hook. Why's he got these two little scratches? Oh, we're acting like she's I, like I can see into the mind of your sister. I don't know shit other than that I'm dead if anything happens to him. She's doing like a day by day thing with me, kind of. It's like an advent calendar where she just takes a little bit every day. <laughs> that does. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a deception okay. check. Can I help him on this? Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's going to be a 20. Okay. Um, you see Waylon and Scarlet look at each mm -hmm. other, and they're just like, she's so fucking weird. Why does she do this fucking weird shit? And it's like a torture thing, you know? They, they're like, I don't think you're telling the truth. She actually sent me here just to get you two in trouble. Look, you are getting out of here by the skin of your teeth, you little <laughs> motherfucker. Don't speak another word. Uh, Scarlet kicks Beverly forward towards you guys. And um, Waylon and Scarlet both put their hands on hard one. And they go, just to be safe, we'll just be taking this one tonight. Y'all are welcome to leave. That's the deal we're willing to cut. I cast Tidal Wave. <laughs> turn anyway continue the fight oh, uh, moonshine God. go ahead that's awesome i would that's like some... to guys that way ideally <laughs> what i'd like to do is barrel roll so that i'm like i can cast it on them in a way that perhaps they would drop hard one and he would not be in the line of the tidal wave uh i'm i'll say you know what i'll say you can do this one of two ways i'll let you kind of like jump to an angle where you can just hit one of them or you can also hit hard one, and I'll do a roll to see if they're able to hang on to him when, if they all get knocked hit down. Me. Hit me. All right, I'm going to yeah. hit him. Okay, uh, what, do they, they, what do they have to roll? Up. Let the wave they wash over me. They have to roll me. a dexterity saving throw. Okay, I, I did will... hear that running water is like a weakness it is bad for them. For, it is bad for them. Um, they are going to roll with disadvantage because they are definitely fucking surprised at this very moment. <laughs> um, so I'm going to roll right here. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. Um, okay, uh, what do they need to beat? 16. 16, okay. Um, Moonshine, you see Scarlet does get washed away. She gets, like, hit by this fucking tidal wave. Uh, and then I'm gonna roll for Waylon. So she also takes damage. She will also take damage. And she gets knocked prone. You see her get knocked over. Um, Waylon also gets knocked over. Hard one, go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. It's 
So that's a 19. 19. Um, you yes, save. he's safe. So hard one does not get knocked prone. Like hard one, these vampires are just like ultimately pragmatic. They thought they were being really nice by just being like, yeah, fine. On the off chance that our psycho sister did mark him, uh, we will uh, just take this one guy and never expected fucking Moonshine to do anything. You knew Moonshine wasn't going to leave you, so you, like, were braced. Moonshine fucking knocks these two over with a wave. I hit him uh, for 20 each, and then hard one, you take 10. Dope, wow. dude. I'll take it. I dap <laughs> you up again. <laughs> um, Man, they really wanted to fuck you, huh? Yeah. I didn't really hear what was going on because I was over there, but... They whew. were like, they, they, I guess they smell experience, which is interesting. <laughs> hard one, I just want you to know that everyone's But journey- honestly... I- <laughs> I wasn't even feeling it, so I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you stepped in. I whisper, everyone's journey is different. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna say that um, a lot of these vampires here in this lounge are like fucked up. Maybe some of them aren't fighters. A lot of them have, you know, are have been sucking on people who are drunk, uh, and so they are then drunk. Oh, so by the they're way, not if all anyone- gonna get involved in the fight. But I am going to roll. If anyone else was within the thirty foot long, ten foot wide, ten foot tall, right? So we're gonna. So would. we'll get to that. So okay. I'm gonna go ahead and roll a. Um, I'm gonna roll a d12. I'm gonna say minimum there are six vampire spawns here. Uh, if I get higher than that, you guys are just unlucky, and there's a bunch okay. of fighters around. Uh, I'll roll in front of Bev here. Two. Shout out to the two crew in the best way. So that means the minimum. So there are six vampire spawns. I'll say three of them are over by like um, Moonshine and Deadeye, like at a, like 30 feet away on the other side of the room. Um, and the other three are over by Waylon and uh, and Scarlet. Uh, the three that were over by Waylon and Scarlet are gonna hop on hard one. First guy um, takes uh, one claw attack, uh, misses, tries to bite ya, hits. 15 damage, and 10 of that does not recover. Um, Second guy goes after you, hits on a claw attack for five damage, and then um, is going to make a bite attack and misses on the bite attack. Third guy goes, shout out to the two crew on the claw attack. All right. Bite attack is a hit. Thank you, two crew. It's a 20 to hit. Uh, It's going to do six, eight. Uh, 11 damage and seven of that can't be recovered. Um, that is the other three guys who I'll say will pounce on Moonshine because they saw her cast the time. Bring it on, come on. I got my temporary hit points. I'm feeling good. Uh, claw attack. That is an 18 to hit. Does not, does not hit. Does not hit. Uh, bite attack does hit. That's a 20 to hit. Moonshine, um, 11 damage. Six of that doesn't recover. Uh, second guy, uh, takes a claw attack, misses. Takes a bite attack, hits. 12 damage. Eight of it doesn't recover. Um, third guy takes a claw attack, misses. Takes a bite attack, misses. Um, that is back around to... Actually, you know what? At the end of their turn... Legendary? Fucking, they're going to use legendary actions, uh, but they will just use their legendary action to do a movement. So they uh, are going to stand up um, and get up from prone. Nice. Not that that really affects anything. Um, that's back around to Scarlet and Waylon. Let's have, okay, Waylon's gonna keep just whacking at hard one. Um, hits on the first uh, unarmed strike, seven damage, and then is gonna try to do another bite. Hits, 17 damage, and 
12 of it can't be recovered. Cool. I think I'm going to finally hellish, uh, hellish rebuke this little <laughs> horn dog. Sweet. Uh, you do see that um, as he bites into you, he looks like healthier. Like he looks like he's like gaining strength from you. Gotcha. Sweet. Uh, let me go ahead and do a save for him. He rolls a natural seven. He fails. Uh, so go ahead and do the 2d10. Nine damage. Sweet. Um, as he... Uh, as he like bites into your neck, uh, uh, your hair bun glows red and uh, <laughs> shoots him with some fire. Ow, oh, man, what the fuck? Licked back hair bun. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Scorpion tail. Be What's your problem, man? Red uh, hot tonight. Uh, Scarlet is going to uh, jump forward and take some swipes. Uh, she hits on oh, man. I'm down. her hit. Uh, that's oh, shit, are you? eight damage on the claw attack. That's exactly enough to vote me down. Okay. Oh. Hard one goes down. Um, you see. She claws Hard One, slashes him across the neck. There's like all this blood that goes out of his neck. Jesus. Hard One falls down. Um, she gets down on all fours and starts biting Hard One while he's down. Wait, I have a reaction. I spores her. Uh, you, no, you don't. Um, so she auto crits on a bite attack. Huh? Um, you guys just see Hard One like... Uh, convulsing on the ground and turning white. Um, and Deadeye, you know he's dead. He's he's a vampire. He's dead. Uh, that is wow. Hard One's turn. Hard One, you are dead. Uh, cool. So death save or no? No, he is a... Um, you guys know enough about vampires. Hard One has just been turned into a vampire. If you can, If you can save him from not getting ripped apart right now, he will be a vampire. Otherwise, he will just get his throat ripped out and he'll be dead. So what's happening right now is she's on the ground just biting his neck. Um, oh. Whose turn is it? It is. I will be doing something. It's yeah. a dead eye's turn. turn. Okay. Hard one is fully dead on the ground. <laughs> he can come back as a vampire. Yes. If his body's not destroyed right. by these guys right now. Yep. Um, dead eye. Um, dead eye holds the bullets that was were given to him by Bo up in the air to um, Scarlet and Waylon opens the box shows it to them um, I mean they just took out the hard one in a second uh, it shows it to them and goes I'm working for your daddy and I need that man's help uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check with advantage. Shout out to the two crew on the lower roll. Ooh. But that's going to be a 25. Nice. You see Scarlet uh, looks up. Um, Waylon's already like, um, he's all like red faced and he's just been like, uh, you know, uh, kind of a brawler here. Normally this like kind of cool, calm, collected guy, his hair's all like fucked up and he's all like huffed up. Um, Scarlet looks up, um, blood all running down her face, having just bitten hard one. Um, and, uh, she stands up hard ones lying on the ground, not moving yet. And she goes, well, what good's he gonna be to you? He's one of mine now. No, he ain't, bitch. <laughs> Excuse you? Uh, he ain't yours. The best you could hope for is that he's mine. He's... No. Even if he becomes one of your kind, doesn't mean he belongs to you. I 
I mean, that's the way it works. That's a fricked up idea of ownership. Scarlet, he's yours. No, he ain't that I. Hey, Moonshine, you want to get your friend out of here in one piece or several? He's yours, just as you are your father's. And right now, Count Montgomery has asked that the revenant problem in this town be handled and be handled once and for all. And Deadeye looks over at Moonshine, gulps and looks back. Here's the proof in my hand right here. Once it's done, it's done. Can I have the loan of your spawn to finish the job that your father asked me to do? See, they look at each other and they look down at Hard One. Scarlet gives kind of a mean look to Moonshine. Um, Whatever, bitch, keep looking. <laughs> she smiles Take and she laughs. Take a picture laughs. last longer. At least I can come up in a picture. It's a picture of you going to be. Picture of a wall. <laughs> Who got time for that? Zero likes, bitch. <laughs> uh, and uh, she looks up at you, Deadeye, and uh, she goes, Fine, whatever. If you can get those fucking revenants off our back, you can have this one on loan. Uh, and you see she kicks Hard One's body towards you guys. I jump to claim his body. Uh, Deadeye fully takes his hat off, bows, and says, Madam Montgomery, thank you for your kindness. You see they, yeah, as you're walking out, uh, Waylon and uh, Scarlet are just like, fucking Bo, how the hell, the hell did he fucking get that? Always hanging out with that fucking guy. Harwan, come back to us! Harwan! Uh, Deadeye, if you're, if you're doing that, uh, Deadeye grabs Harwan's foot and just yanks him out through the door into the street. Carewons, I'm just Harwan. slapping his ass. Oh, did I get laid? Harwan! <laughs> did I fucking finally get laid up Yeah, there? buddy. Yeah, you got laid. Okay, you guys, you guys uh, spilled laid. cum everywhere, dude. <laughs> That, He's awesome. He had such a dream. Who remembers dick. it? I need it described to me. It was detail. everywhere, man. Oh, it was awesome. You jackhammered. Uh, <laughs> hard one. You, Your um, pee -pee what, was so hard. Are, who's cure woundsing him? What are you guys doing to I'm giving doing him? Like, greater, I think I'm just emotionally, like, I'm doing a greater restoration. Yeah. Great. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say, Bev, you go to do lay hands yeah. on him, and you feel it like sizzling him, like hurting him. <laughs> what? I, I got a venereal disease, man. <laughs> Does it, does it revive him at all? No, it doesn't revive him at oh all. Hard gosh. one's still out. He's still out. He's starting to like. You see, like a handprint from. Greater restoration. You do greater restoration, um, and you see Hard One's breath begins to like return, but very slow. He's like in a coma almost. We. Hard One. Hard One. You dreaming about something in there? Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should get uh, away from Does all these vampires wound? and stuff. I was here the whole time. I should have attacked. Does cure I forgot I was here. You should not have. I found cure the better part of gun skill is not fucking shooting a gun off. I don't know. I'm pretty sure worst case scenario happened, did I? Worst case scenario is this guy's splattered like a fucking abstract painting all over the side of the bar. I don't know if you noticed the decor in there. It's red for a goddamn reason. Okay, I cure wounds. So does cure wounds do anything? Cure wounds brings him back. Okay. I just I, try to like touch him normally. Does anything happen? Like, can I touch uh, him? You see your uh, like amulet is like, you get like sense evil from hard one. Your oh. amulet like glows when you're near him. Uh, yeah, keep that thing away from me for a little bit. Okay. Huh? Oh yeah. You're going to be all right. You're going to be okay. We're going to figure this out. How you feeling? You were out. I different, thought you were different. Like, I never. The... I didn't think I'd feel so different. He's got. He's got a giant neck bite, and his skin has turned from you know like a healthy tan of a strong adventurer oh, yeah, to being this like translucent white. 
I think it's probably because you sinned and had sex that I can't touch you anymore. I look at my arms. I was like, damn, I lost my tan down here. <laughs> yeah, man, why don't we get away? You see, like, other vampires are, like, starting to kind of file out of the bar and stuff. Uh, we should go. If you can walk, let's get walking. Yeah, no, I've... I, I could go for another round of fucking, but let's go, let's go to your let's go to your house. I think. Yeah, you some kind of pro. Well, I feel I should feel really sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we going back to your house or? Um, I think Dead Eye is just going to take us to out of the way of the, uh, mm-hmm. get, we're going to get out of uptown. Just go find like a quiet graveyard somewhere, somewhere where Dead Eye can go on a walk and collect himself. Sweet. And just and he just takes his hat off and just like. There's like a, a tombstone <laughs> hey. he sits on. Um, um, while you're collecting your thoughts, could you maybe put them in a bucket and splash them in our face? Because we need to know what the heck you are doing working with the Montgomerys. Every time I try to get laid, someone dies. It's either me or someone else I love. No, don't talk like that. Okay. No, I'm good. Listen, Hoss. You um, are in a new state of being and... Um, what? It's not all bad, you know? I mean, you don't feel things like you used to, but, um, you know, you can still look and see. You can uh, move. Are you a vampire? No. No, but we're all dead now. Is here. Hard One a vampire? We're all vampires, right? Uh, hard One looks like a super vampire, sorry to say it, oh, bud. fuck me. Hard One, yeah. here, I know how to solve this. I give him my paper cut. Uh, hard one. I, go ahead and do. Go ahead and do a um, wisdom saving throw. Oh, dear me. Nineteen. Nat. Nat. Nineteen. Um, you. It looks fucking delicious to you. Uh, but you're uh, you're not like overcome with enough like bloodlust that you need to like bite at her or anything. Mucha. We better not, Moochan. <laughs> but you do want it, Moochan. I'm not gonna lie. I want it bad. <laughs> Better put a band-aid on that and keep it out of my sight. <laughs> this is why you wait till marriage. <laughs> oh God. Okay. How do we undo this? Undo how do we undo this? How do we undo this? I'll give you three guesses. About no guess games! No more guessing games, Dad! I, you know, when you were up there doing God knows what in that little room, I was telling these two, Dad, we can trust him. I put my life on it. He's family. And then all of a sudden we get into a fight. And yes, you technically saved Hard One's life, but how long did it take? Well, it took me as fast as I could. I tried my best. I got Bev out of there as fast as I could, and then I got Hard One out. Look, have I been completely honest? No, I have not been completely honest. Have I been trying my best to get out of this town? Yes, and you as well. Why not do a favor for some nice people when they, when you meet them to get out of the town? Have I slowly been rotting for so long and the time slips away like an endless shadow? Yes, that's also been happening. Hard one is in the same boat that I'm in. And if we stay in this town for much longer, you and your little friend Balnor will too. Why is that? Four little words. This town is bad. Okay, first guess. One long night's rest. <laughs> I wake up and my my ruddy skin tone is back. Yeah. I have no bloodlust. No, 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 that's not it. What if we kill the vampire that turned him? You kill a vampire that turned him? Yeah. Yeah. As I said before, my knowledge of magic couldn't fill a shot glass. You, you're liable to watch him blow up in a cloud of ash as much as you would save him. Can I do a history check to see what I know? Yeah. Is there no 
precedent for someone getting turned into a vampire and get turned? What are the feelings that you lost? You said he's going to be feeling new feelings. What feelings did you lose? Maybe there's some good feelings in there that you don't want to lose. What do you want me to say? I don't know. I just want answers. Yeah, don't we all? I would love my feelings. Uh, Definitely. I used to have more. I got a 22. 22. Killing her would at the very least make him kind of like a free vampire. It's none of it's good. Bev uh, slides down, sitting on a tombstone. It's not great, but I think that killing Scarlet might be our only chance here. Hey, look, I appreciate everybody's concern, but we came down here for a reason. I want to get my mom out of here. If I got to be... If I gotta be this this place's next dead eye, if I have to stick around and be a vampire and hang out at this shitty bar, fine. Hard one, isn't your mom one of the revenants they're trying to kill? Great question. You're, you didn't say Lydia was a revenant. Yeah. Oh, oops. We weren't totally honest with you. Sorry, friend. <laughs> oh! For the record, record Deadeye, I was arguing that we should tell you that Lydia is a revenant. Because I said I bet my life on it. We can trust him. And I don't know. I guess I'm not really actually mad at you. I'm just mad at what happened. Look, yeah, circumstances. All the nice things that all three of you want to do. You strike me like a couple of heroes. Well, let me tell you, there aren't no heroes down here. You do not need to be so pessimistic about having a, having... I ain't got no guts! <laughs> That's damn right you don't. There aren't no heroes down here yet. Yeah, because you yet. all are a bunch of gutless freaks. We're okay. going to give you some guts. We don't have to work with yeah. these fucking freaks. We're going to help you find your guts. Yeah. Papa, get in there. See if this motherfucker's got it. Oh, God damn it. Starts biting out his ribs. <laughs> My ribs all fall out again. <laughs> God. Look. You don't need guts to have courage. All right? Or you can just not care. Or you can just resign yourself. But you know what? It's people make up a place. And you say this place sucks. And that's because the people suck. So if you are willing to not suck, then maybe this place will suck a little less. Wouldn't you agree that as soon as we showed up, we don't suck and the place sucked a little less? We rule. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. We almost all got laid tonight. (laughs) Yeah, like almost 100%. Absolutely hard one. You want my favorite? Hard one is fully an undead monster. (laughs) I have a tiny little suckle of Moonshine's finger. A taste. This is going to get out of hand real quick. I just want to be here first. (laughs) Taste of blood, of course. I know that you're very experienced otherwise. Uh, Too experienced, oddly. Dead Eye, what, they we, chose me. what do we do from here? You said that we still need to get one of those lanterns if we want to get out of Grimhawk. That's our best bet, right? Was all along, though, we could have got out of Grimhawk? It was only you that needed the lantern? Just while we're being honest, I won't even be mad. I'm so much madder about other stuff. To the best of my knowledge... Nobody can get out of Grimhawk without a lantern. Okay. Maybe we've gone to the wrong people for help. My my mom might be a revenant, but she's still my mom. Maybe she knows what to do. You want to 
No, I mean, look, you can't take a stand against the Montgomery. You saw what happened in that bar. They took you out of there in no time. They are killers, lethal, and there's more of them than you can imagine. That's a big family. And every other vampire in the Crimson Hills, all the way around Grimhawk, they all march to the tune of their drum. So all I'm saying is this. If you want to get out of here, we go, we pop a couple of these knights of penance, we get rid of their leader, we head on back, I got the bullets to be able to do it, and then Bo Montgomery, who's a dipshit, youngest son of the Count, he gets us a lantern, and we ski dad and we get on out of here. I want to get out of here too, but I'm yeah. not doing it without my mother. At, at this point, I got to side with Hardwon and say, I think that oh. the move is to... Just to be clear, you guys, um, yeah. nothing would make you think that the widow is here. Right. Oh, okay. This is a small village in a whole realm. That's what I would would mean. You would assume if she's with uh, Galad, that in the flashbacks and stuff, probably in like the Shadowfell area of like Galateron or something would be where like a lord would be. So let me ask you now something. If we were, we got to kill his maker. Now, but here's the thing is that you said Hard One's your friend. He's a man you respect. He says he wants to be the new Deadeye and live in Grimhawk. That's his business. He, that I just wanted that. Speaking emotionally. Right. He does this anyways, all the time. He's, he's trying gotta, to be a big man. Can I he's just say? He's got to leave Grimhawk to I, save his mom. And that's want, his. I'm pushing Bev forward. <laughs> can I just actually, I would like to Don't just. Don't let him we, leave me, Bev. <laughs> no. Can we, I would like to just, can we just have a, can we have a little side, just, just the four of us, just uh, Balnor and Bev and Moonshine and I. How how close are the three of you to Hard One? Very close, extremely close. Hard One's scratching at gravestone. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, I would say close. real close. Best buddies, really. Okay. He's okay. my brother. Okay. Okay. This is a big one. <laughs> <call. laughs> okay. Okay. What are you going to tell us about this vampiric situation? Is that what it is about? Well, look. I... This, mor- this morning when you guys came out of the mist, it was my first shot at being able to take on the revenants. Y- you saw that I was, uh, you know, I've faced down one or two of them at a time before, but I would have been, even taking down that ogre, I would have been a goner with those two halflings if you all hadn't shown up. So when you came out of the mist, I mean, that's my first shot in lifetime to get the hell out of here. And um, what I know is this, there's no getting out those myths without a lantern unless Ambrose Montgomery gets rid of the mist altogether which he's not liable to do and the other incontrovertible fact is your friend Hard One is undead like I am not exactly he's a vampire that's what's the truth and y'all can face that I can face that but that doesn't mean I need to part ways with him I'll be friends with a vampire. I don't care. Better than half. Oh, God. Oh, Malora. Yeah. You know, it kind of compliments his new outfit, to be honest. I'll say, Deadeye, you've you've definitely seen people here in Grimhawk who were maybe, like, more upstanding. Probably in, like, the early days when you got here, there were more peasants that the vampires had, like, better pickings. You definitely saw some good people get turned into vampires and, like, just become lapdogs for the Montgomerys. Like, everybody who's a vampire becomes a bad guy eventually. Mm. Lots of people who get bitten by the Montgomerys go on to lead very fulfilling lives. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Here's a question. If we stole one of these lanterns and then just got out of town, 
even though Hard One is still pledged to the Montgomerys, like if he's in another plane of existence, if we manage to leave and find our way back, is that enough distance where he can like be himself again? Uh, yes. If he, if he like breaks his contract, I don't like him having a tether to Shadowfell for all of eternity. I think we gotta steal a lantern and get this bitch who done made him. Oh, why? Why did they have to call you two over? We were so close. Okay. 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 Okay, Deadeye, come on. Now. I have a question, mm -hmm. Deadeye. Yeah. Which, so there are graveyards in like uptown that are more like vampire ones. And then there would be like the, there's like a small uh real graveyard small real graveyard by like our lady of penance yeah i think he's i think he wanted to get out of vampire neighborhood got it okay hey everybody it's emily here to talk to you about mint mobile it's spring cleaning we're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore and you know what doesn't serve anyone expensive phone bills if you'd like to declutter your finances it's time to switch to mint mobile and get unlimited talk text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they have the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. So you guys see... Um you guys realize that you are a little bit in the Revenant's hood now, like near their church. Hmm. And you guys um, do see that uh, a lot of the graves here are like um, uh, destroyed, have been vandalized. 
and you see a bunch of statues of an angel, uh, but the angel's head has been like knocked off. Uh, it doesn't look like it was there by design. It looks like uh, somebody like vandalized it, like took it down. Mm-hmm. And you see all of these uh, placards that say like Our Lady of Penance and stuff. And you can see the church in the not uh, too far distance. So, y'all ain't gonna leave Grimhawk without this, without Scarlet dead. And there's no way for us to kill Scarlet without drawing the wrath of the entire Montgomery clan. And you won't help me get the lantern because you think probably I'll just skedaddle with the lantern rather than staying and helping you fight these vampires. Unfortunately, I actually didn't even consider that, but thank you for planting such a seed in my mind's garden. Yeah, that's a, that's an own goal for Deadeye there. Yeah. <laughs> Would you consider just, I mean, is there a way that we could just poison Scarlet? If we could just inject young Bev was something that would kill a vampire and buff him up so that she could try and eat him and then it would poison her. Poison boy blood. Operation Ain't no way poison to poison your blood. blood in a way that would kill a vampire that would keep you alive. I mean, I've got magical resistance. I'm a paladin. Pelor protects me in that way. Pelor protects you in that way. Give me a break. Hey, knock it off. You're not exactly in a great position oh. to be lecturing. Oh, I'm not in a great position. I thought things were going great for Deadeye. All right, See, I feel right. like since things have taken such a sad, cynical turn, you're acting like it's just validating your worldview. But sometimes it's just the way the pendulum swings. The pendulum has been swinging this way for centuries. Those bullets. You, you, think, you think that this is the only place in the world? In all of the multiverse filled with false... Wicked people? I think everywhere is full of false wicked people. You're damn straight it is. I'm aware of that. We're just trying All to... I'm saying is like I just want you to bring a little a little hope to this plan. I'm trying to just I feel like I'm trying to get you to help like the only way I can get you to help is like under duress or something like that. And that's not the way I want to conspire. Moonshine. I can feel flies hatching inside my body right now. I get it. I get it. I get it. Your life is so hard. It's so bad. I wish I had a life to be hard. All right. Well, I don't know, man. Look. If it's so bad, why don't you crawl in one of these tombs? Huh? If it's no difference, if walking around is no difference, why not just go lie in a grave? Because there's... Because Bohemia is still out there somewhere. There's more adventures right, to be So had. there's a little bit of hope in your heart. That's what I'm asking you to harness. Yeah. Put your lasso around that other than the, and not around the little flies hatching inside of you. Yeah, I mean, Hard One's a vampire. He thinks it's going to be okay. And it just so clearly isn't. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Belnor? Hey, just chatting with friends, man. All right. I just, I'm ready to be part of the conversation <laughs> when anybody wants me to come over. Oh, okay. yeah. Wow, you're... Hmm. If there's one fun thing to come out of this, think about this. We're kind of fighting like siblings. Isn't that kind of nice? Deadeye looks over at Moonshine and goes, Even knowing that I was lying to you the whole time, you, you still think of me like a brother? Yeah. Heck, family's the person who lies to you the most. 
I lie literally all the time. <laughs> Hard one, just like probably dangerously close to your neck. <laughs> Man, brother, you can take a bite if you want. You ain't gonna like it. Mm, that's just tempting. <laughs> I'll make you up a shooter. Squeeze my paper clip. Oh, oh. No, do not give him a taste. Okay. I'll give him a taste. Now, He's going to get oh, addicted. Well, okay. That's yeah, nice. That just wets the palate, that's all. <laughs> okay. Revenants, vampires, screwing. Now, here's something interesting. Vampires think we're out here killing revenants. Revenants say you want to kill vampires. If y'all have your heart set on hunting vampires rather than revenants. We do. Then, um, what if we, uh, told a lie this time together? Oh, I could certainly be persuaded. Yeah. Maybe these revenants want a little invitation to the Montgomery Manor. Yes, I like where I your head's like at. This. See what happens when you think positive? Damn, you got a good brain. Damn, we got good genes. <laughs> Damn, I come from good stock. <laughs> Great brain. I can see a little bit of it, right? Yeah, there. I know, oh, right? Yeah, it's that came off nice in the fire. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me just. Does anyone see a chunk of skull around here somewhere? <laughs> Scrambles over. Got in the back of his mouth. I see his mouth. Give me out. Give me that. Papa, I'm sure. Papa, I'm sure if you're nice, then later Uncle Dead I'll let you. We'll let you play his ribcage like a marimba. Papa, you may play my ribs like a marimba later. He obediently gets back in Mochai's bed. See, sometimes you just got bartered with that little rascal. So you want to strike a deal with the, the Revenants? No, I mean, it could just be pitting them against each other, right? Or unless you're talking about striking a deal. I'm fine either way. Yeah. The, um, mm, the Revenants may not be um, as wicked as I had first intimated to you. They all. seemed pretty creepy. Oh, they're... They were certainly creepy. They're quite creepy. They have poor social skills. I would say mm, that okay. your words... But not that wicked? Your words in tandem with their behavior is what sold me that they were wicked. They, they're they're opposing the uh, the vampires. They, they're... You know, they're... they're When I say they're wicked, they're, they're squares. You know, they're like, oh, they're wicked. Like, ah, they're such a... They, they're... And, you know, they're... They're... Uh, they're, they're peevesome. If you weren't my brother, I'd be so <laughs> Beverly, go ahead right and roll now. an insight check. Okay. Uh, I think that's going to be a 17. Um, Bev, you recall the moment you were about to strike that dude and you talked to Pelor and he made your sword dim. <gasps> I, <sighs> I offered a prayer to Pelor to guide me before I struck one of those revenants and my sword dimmed. That's never happened before. I think oh. we need to talk to them. This has gotten so messy. And if I wasn't so distraught about hard one, I might be pitching a fit. But instead, let's just, yeah. Yeah, what do you guys got against Pelor? What do I got against Pelor? It's the same thing I got against all them gods. You know, you're walking around, asking people to pray to you, give me prayers, and it's like, well, what, what, look at the state of the world. Why do you need a prayer for? I mean, but you still fiddle a nip for Melora, right? <laughs> I believe that 
there is a force in the universe that is represented in people caring for one another. And if you want to call that force Melora, that you're welcome to do that. Um, wait, so do you, I, I mean, God is, gods are real. No, sorry. Yeah, yeah. wait, let me flip that around. Yeah. Gods are extremely real, but I don't think they deserve worship right. and I don't okay, like cool. them. So. Oh. I don't. Well, I, I can't fault you for that. There's been days that I've, that I've uh, been angry at Melora's indifference. All I know is that Pelor gives me the power to right wrongs that I see in the world. Very real wrongs that I can fix with his power, and that's a power I wouldn't have otherwise. And How do you know that? That takes another minute. This <laughs> is a full minute. Huh. How do you know that? How do I know what? You ever seen Pelor come down to Bohemia and take an action on his own? I've seen his visage work oh, through me. Work through you. I've what seen... do you call somebody who takes credit for the work of others? That sounds pretty vampiric in a way, I guess. Yeah, I'd say so. Well, listen, this is a big question and it's great. And I would love to have like a real solid round table about it. But I don't think now is the time to question the strength that I have in this moment. Well, if we're talking about the gods, there's a church right over there and there's a bunch of revenants inside. Bev walks over to the Revenant Church. He's done yeah, with us. Let's do it. Um, hard one. You're welcome to come to the church if you want. However, I think it might not be safe for you. They don't like vampires like me, huh? I think that you may be received poorly. I'll I'll saunter over and I'll wait outside. Okay. I'll hide in a bush. Yeah. This like, has been a bad a bad day for me. Uh, can I just real quick, I just want to try something out real quick. Mm -hmm. I reach into his pocket and I take out a crawfish and I offer it to him. No. Don't do it. I'm not moonshine. Don't I'm do it. I'm not hungry, I think. That's weird. Okay. No. Uh, yeah. No, it's okay. I just, I don't really have an appetite at the moment. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't what read about, into it. I, I pull out the, the infinite beer mug. I'll have a swig in a bit. Okay. Thanks, kid. Do you don't want one right now? have the thirst either it's fine i think it's just been a long day so yeah. yeah yeah let's go inside let's go inside dead eye while we're walking over i want to ask dead eye question mm -hmm. those bullets of yours that you got are those only for revenants or is that sort of uh they work on anyone dead eye flicks the lid and takes a closer look at them uh go ahead and do a uh arcana check i guess Okay. Uh, that is only going to be an eight. An eight. Um, I mean, if Bo is not bullshitting and somehow these have the power to actually like pierce revenants and take a, you know, a being who is supposed to be invincible essentially and resurrect the next day, it stands to reason that it could possibly work on vampires. Here's a question. I know that you're not crazy about Pelor and religion and all that stuff, but if I were to offer a blessing to these bullets and see if I couldn't reverse engineer them to uh, basically do what they were going to do to revenants to vampires, would you want to maybe team up on that? Bev, if you want to do some magic to my bullets to make them hurt extra good, <laughs> you are more than welcome to do that. Can I do a religion roll? Yeah, go for a religion yeah. roll. 
Yeah, that's 23. 23, nice. Uh, radiant energy comes out of your hand. These like white beams uh, go down onto the bullets. They wouldn't be white. They would be gray. They're like gray, silver gray bullets. Of, uh, <laughs> yes, there you go. Um, the gray energy um, goes into these bullets. Uh, and at first, it seems like uh, it's this kind of like necrotic energy that's almost kind of trying to fight you. Um, but in the end, it, it feels like you're able to... I don't know if overpower it is the right word, but it seems like you did something. Like when you got near these bullets yeah. at first, you were like, oh, evil thing, mm -hmm. bad thing. And now uh, they don't set off your evil stink quite as much. If you can't have faith in the gods, have faith in what you have. And I hand him the silver bullets. Deadeye smiles, looks over and says, hey, I believe in miracles. I believe in the people who work them. I don't need to have faith in Pilar. If I have faith in you, kid. Uh, I do a full-on predator handshake. <laughs> full predator handshake. Um, uh, and uh, he's gonna like uh, hit the box, whip open the chamber of his gun, and let the bullets fall into the holes in the gun and put it back in his holster. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, With you're that, still pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> With that, you guys all begin heading towards Our Lady of Penance to talk to the revenants, the Knights of Penance, and that's where we'll end our session. Oh. Man. When you started that, because I designed that to basically be, we could talk about this more on the short rest, but you were not supposed to get into that fight. And I was like, can't get out of this fight without killing somebody. It just has to happen. Wow. There's just no, you just went into the mob uh, bar and we're just like, Al Capone, fuck you, man. <laughs> you just, you have to get shot. And you, now Al Capone. You simply have to get shot. We didn't say fuck you though. Uh, he said he, you, he called them freaks, and uh, I don't remember. This. Hard one really went off on them. On a real listen, I don't think. I, I think. <laughs> I think I just declined their offer to go up to Brenna, the room. Do you remember Hard One having I, some choice words? I specifically remember saying, "Not you, freaks." <laughs> um, but hey, you know what? They had it coming, and uh, sometimes you know you got to go to Al Capone's well, bar. Well, yeah, I definitely want to talk about this on the short rest because uh -huh. they're like, "Come up to my room," so I have to be like, "No, right?" We could run. We could have killed them in the yes, room. You could say yes. You could have jumped out the window. Could have right. not gone to them in the Let's first place. Let's talk about it on the short rest. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, guys, go to patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. <gasps> short rest. Don't sing yet. Uh, guys, we got stuff to plug. Brennan, what do you got? Uh, you can check out Dimension 20 on dropout.tv. Uh, you can see episodes from seasons like Fantasy High where Murph and Emily are playing. Uh, and you can uh, see side quests in future seasons and tons of stuff. Uh, you can check out strongfemaleprotagonist.com's webcomic. And you can see me in a bunch of college humor sketches. Yeah. Woo! Woo. Uh, Molly Ostertag draws that. She's Molly great. Molly Ostertag draws that and she's great! She fucking rules. She we, fucking do, rules. we have to have Molly on that pod. Yeah. You should. Oh, she's man. great. Uh, guys, uh, check out me and Emily's sketch show. It's called Hot Date. It's on Netflix. Uh, you can also check out our book. It's called Hey You Up, How to Turn Your Booty Call into Your Emergency Contact. It's available on Amazon and Audible. Uh, Caldwell, what do you got? Ooh, you got kids? You like <laughs> animation? If you're one of those two things, then watch Big City Greens. Yeah. Yeah, it's a show that I work on, on Disney Channel. Uh, you can get on Amazon or iTunes or wherever uh, product is sold. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if people want to send us stuff, how do they do that? Come oh, that's going to be 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 222 Los Feliz, California, 90027. Nice. Uh, I love getting stuff. Thank you so much. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Vampire Spawn himself. Oh, gosh. Uh, what do you got to plug? Uh, just my my family businesses, brothersisterco.com and jakesmomscookies.com. Mom, and tweet at Murph and tell him he shouldn't have turned me into a vampire. Uh, your Twitter... <laughs> 
is uh, uh, Brian. Murphy. Let me let me just say this. Technically, the rule is if the target dies, a humanoid slain in this way is then buried in the ground and rises the following night as a vampire spawn under the vampire's control. the The fact that you're just like basically kind of sort of working for them and are a vampire is actually super forgiving. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> but we'll see if you can forgive him for not letting Balnor shoot his gun. That wouldn't have been... As if that would have done anything. <laughs> Might have caused a little As bit of a distraction. that would have done anything. Maybe it would have caused a distraction Save or something. It. Save, Save it. Save it for the short rest. Uh, Murphy's <laughs> Jake. Uh, where was Balnor? <laughs> where was... Hashtag, Hashtag where, where was Balnor? <laughs> that I agree with. That is a fair criticism. <laughs> Feel free to tweet at me. Hashtag where was Balnor? <laughs> That's vamp- not wrong. You vamped our scamp. I did it. I did it, y'all. Um, guys, uh, follow us on Twitter at chmurf is me uh, at Caldy's Caldwell at Exford Emily at Jake Hurwitz is Jake Brennan. What's your Twitter? Uh, at Brennan LM. Follow Brennan right now, or I'll turn you into a vampire. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, and you guys Only can... if Balnor doesn't show up. He would have done it. Uh, and tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We are, we are the youth of the nation. We are, we are the youth of the nation. It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means we need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. Benevolent you be! Starting with Brad D., the only pebble pot that isn't craven. When the pebble pots go to the pool, Brad has to pack an extra bag of holding just for all the sunscreen and floaties. Cute! J. Loma 72, a.k.a. Steelbreaker, Hard One's gymspiration. Unfortunately for Hard One, Steelbreaker's been getting into one workout vampires can never do. CrossFit. Dylan B, a sword-wielding wizard surrounded by a floating army of blades at all times. It's kind of a hassle, but on the plus side, Dylan always gets an extra, an entire subway card to himself. Danny P, Bohemia's resident artist, painted Hard One's senior portrait at the Dwarfenage. They also painted a fully nude version, which is only available to people who subscribe to Danny's Patreon. Spencer Caskbrew, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods and heroes of Bohemia alike, created the world's first alcoholic drink for vampires, which they aptly named Bloodweiser. You gotta go for it. Griffin SD, a.k.a. The Stranger, the Silver Dragonborn Eldritch Knight, an ex-owner of the Badger's Pint Inn. Turns out the reason their tavern folded was because Griffin was trying to do a rat tattoo thing, except with Badgers. But then Badgers unionized. Solidarity, Badgers! Beardman Dan, the longest beard in all of Bohemia. Beardman Dan has a separate tub just for bathing their beard, and yes, it is always clogged. Scott D, Shadowfell's only restaurant critic. Unfortunately, they're also a vampire drained shell and recently gave Sandy's plate of soup four of a ten, four of a ten and a half stars. Hermes W, the Bad King. Hermes is actually a vampire who forgot how to turn back into their human form and decided to just roll with it. Ooh. Spartus, Bohemia's greatest fighter. Spartus is like an Uber at rush hour because they're Always action surging. Adam R., the R-rated assassin, recently did some unrated experimental avant-garde murders, which were very well received because Adam also killed the critics. 
Danielle the Dastardly Dame, a grimhawk vampire who pours salt into her victims' wounds after sucking them dry. It's kind of a beating a dead horse, which is another thing that Danielle does. QC, a.k.a. Haldor Frostback, MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias and Red, got super drunk and almost fell off the ship, but luckily Deadeye was there to catch them. Daniel Yu, a.k.a. Multifor, the many-faced magician, one of their faces, is deathly allergic to mustard, but they can never remember which one so every meal is pretty much a game of russian roulette jordan dj legendary dj of the realm just released an hour-long chill wave track called lo-fi hip-hop beats to kill vampires slash short rest to jeffrey s lord of the fjord born of the sword and friend of cord that's right hard one you could have just asked jeff to put in a good word with cord and have your mom set free hindsight's 2020 i guess cutter w a high elf dandy turned crick barkitect recently installed the crick's first skyscraper or as they're called there, Cloud Lickers. John S., a.k.a. Schubert the Mushroom, recently got a job as a gnome's umbrella. It might sound cute, but the hours are fucking grueling. Ryan M., Hard One's Ram who died, but then came back to life, Edge of Tomorrow style. Ryan oh, yeah. has currently relived their death four million and six times. You got this, Ryan. Four million and seven's a charm. Elena C., a goat person who studied hard, saved up all their money so they could finally pursue their dream of being brutally killed during a vampire blood rave in Michael McD, head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn, was inspired by Crickwater and now features an entire huffable menu. Andrew M., a cool skeleton with a chainsaw that also needed the band of boobs help but accidentally slept in on the day of their arrival. Victor T., Balnor's boy whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world. Who will be there to come home to when Victor returns from the Great War? Justin I., an Esri City Pigeon with an urban toot from which magic exudes. Jacob C., the Bohemian Catwalker, will leash train any tabaxi in three weeks or your money back. Elena M., a high elf teen who has been sneaking out to party with the Cricks against their parents' wishes. McPox, the amazing codemaster who programmed our website, also does IT for Alanis when her little robo-children are misbehaving. Earl and Kathleen L., two married vampires who are trying their best to wean themselves off human blood, starting with Mortalless Mondays. Jibe G., a smooth-talking possum who taught Papa how to scramble with style. Jostrich, the jock ostrich, a smooth-talking ostrich who taught Papa how to play basketball. Daniel R., Ram Daniel's evil twin, loves Knowles and hates white vans. Nicholas R., a.k.a. St. Crickolis. Nicholas is making a list, checking it twice, because they're so buzzed on Crickwater they didn't retain much of it the first time. Jennifer V. has a V that's even more vicious than Cobbs. Cobbs has given up trying to compete and is currently sporting a beer gut. Whoa, devastating. Destin C, a future legendary hero who was supposed to join the band of boobs but was out of town when the boobs passed through. Better luck next time, Dustin. Devin B, the bodega lord, is protected by four gorgonzola golems, a baloney banshee, and a house cat. Cute. Michael L, the highest paid recording artist in Galateron, a religious rocker who loves acoustic jams and singing about the light. Sam H, Alanis's dealer, the bubble around Esri was actually created as a side effect from one of Sam's insane arcane blackouts. 
Sergio Salazar, Solomon Zacharias de Sequani, seventh of his name, a sexy Peruvian snake folk with sweet snake patterns on his skin. Sergio is so sexy, you're charmed without even making a saving throw. Trele, the crayfe who eats lays, Ooh. a popular chip in Bohemia made from the bark of crick stumps and seasoned yeah, with possum hair. Okay. Aaron G, master of the banishment spell, works as a bouncer in Esri, banishing stunk bug from the bar. Anytime he gets a little too hopped up on tapas. Jory S, a jacked wizard. Jory does leg day and brain day where they do telekinetic curls to keep their mind ripped. Alucard, a reverse Dracula. Really could have used you today, Alucard. Come save hard one, please. Baby Doc, the only doctor to ever perform their own C-section, also the only doctor to perform their own appendectomy or any surgery, really. You know, Baby Doc, you should probably stop working on yourself. Adam H., a member of Bohemia's very own tweenage mutant ninja turtles who live beneath Galateron and survive by killing rats and doing karate and eating them. Colin G, a druid who warged into Kawkaw and purposely crashed him into the side of a tree. Sorry, Hard One. Whoops. Ryan, Hard One's ram, was also warged into by Colin and was sent charging off a cliff. Good luck, Ryan. Big Buck, pregnant elk moonshines elk and baby, the only elk in their herd with freckles. Richard F., a vampire who missed it, then accidentally floated into a meat locker and froze to death. John W.G. introduced the crick to Jenga. Now youngins everywhere are making precarious stacks of tree trunks and playing around them. Troy McSee, Bohemia's Marty McFly, who travels through time in a wishstone-powered DeLorean. Cannibalistic Cthulhu started a recipe blog called The Cultured Cannibal. This week's featured recipe, Human a l'orange. Sam L., a tiefling whose dark vision is so strong they have to wear shade glasses. It looks very cool, but they actually can't get their driver's license because of it. Dom R., a LaCroix genasi, like a water genasi, except there's probably a whole bunch of chemicals in there. Josh S., the revived cyborg version of Josh the Kobold, heard through the interplanar grapevine about Hardwon and is wondering if cyborgs can become vampire spawn too. Blitzbrig Dimitri, owner of Dwarger's Big Borger, instead of a ball pit, they just have an actual pit filled with rocks and bones. Caleb Storm, cup bearer in Cord's Great Hall, also Cord's charioteer, which is to say Caleb's also in charge of ordering the lift. Nicholas C. has starred in every single movie ever made in Bohemia, currently filming in Shadowfell with beloved Shadowfellian thespian Ethan Grimhawk. Matt L., a Shadowfell teen that was about to pledge their body to Scarlet Montgomery until they saw Moonshine chew her out like that. Guess Moonshine did save a teen today. Mike H. runs the Pottery Barn in Grimhawk where they sell some really convincing get-out-of-the-mist lantern knockoffs. Kevin S., a Kenku who moonlights as a vampire's raven. It's demeaning, but hey, Kevin's partner just laid eggs, so it's time to start thinking about that college fund. Matthew E., proud owner of the biggest Crickwater distillery in Bohemia, also serves a mean mac and cheese sprinkled with brown stuff. Samuel B. lives in a belfry in Shadowfell and just can't seem to keep all the bats out of it. Shoo, you winged rodents! Tilford G., author of the hit children's book, Ulfgar Goes Punch, who just released the highly anticipated Deadeye Goes Rogue. Guardian of the Light, Zack H., Bohemia's only Keyblade wielder. Lost their Keyblade, but luckily they just had copies made. Mitch D., an enlightened drunken master water genasi named Dak Alpha, who went on a juice cleanse to shed some water weight and disappeared. Curtis S., a short, skinny human who was Hardwon's bunkmate at the Dwarfenage, showed Hardwon his first... Nudie Mag. Colton B., a linebacker at Shadowfell High. They've already been turned into a shell, so they don't even bother with a helmet. 
Jens Christian T, the owner of JensLindell.com. Jens also worked with Blavin, but only on a pitcher of margaritas and a plate of nachos. Gage M, an engaging mage, using the power of empathy, Gage's Gage's powers of listening and caring make other people feel seen and heard. Gage can also throw fireballs. Tiavana Saragin, an Asmar paladin who drunkenly swore a blood oath but forgot what for. It might help you to retrace your steps or just start killing demons and see if anything if that changes anything. Best of luck, Tiavana. Aaron C., an incredibly strong, super douchey vampire who drinks their victim's blood by shotgunning it. Hannah F., a Bohemian nanny who disciplines children by pulling punishments out of her bag of scolding. Devin T., Deadeye's landlord. They're not crazy about all the blood runes on the walls, but think that the glass bottle garden will do wonders for the resale value. Montana Monarch, a giant butterfly who is the size of Montana, used their massive proboscis to drain an entire corn syrup factory. Ellen D., a necromancer who uses their zombie minions as unpaid labor for their startup. That might sound evil to you, but the break room has free brain, so it's actually actually a pretty sweet deal. Carboro Chapel Hill FPV, the Baron of Chapel Hill, currently plotting to overthrow the Deacon of Winston and the Duke of Blue Devils in a in attempt to finally cement their rule over the entire research triangle. Chad A., a thief who uses the world's longest dagger. Don't call it a sword, though. The last guy that did that got stabbed from across the room. Never saw it coming. Reese N.S., a deadly archer who can use anything as an arrow, once killed a man 200 yards away with a barbed quip. T.J.M., a superhero in Bohemia, but like a Marvel comic one, T.J. feels super out of place. R.P.K.B., a defective Frostwind Iron Dwarf, has been running into the same wall over and over for the past three weeks. Taylor S., a.k.a. Trust the Traveler. Taylor's special powers include writing down deep thoughts in a moleskin on a high-speed train and collecting cocktail bar matchbooks. Anime Intellect, the wisdom of all manga and anime collected into one gaseous mist that hovers over Glade Home. Zolo Dolo, an astronaut in Bohemia. Bet you didn't know Bohemia was part of a rich interplanetary system. Josh S., a vegetable farmer in the Feywild. Their crops are constantly getting spoiled by their neighbors' sugar and chocolate pesticides. Larissa J., a retired gunslinger who retrofitted their old weapon to be one of those shot squirters. It's terrifying at first, but super fun when you realize it doesn't have bullets in it. Genevieve F. tried to rescue the boy king from Galateron by holding hands with him, jumping off a cliff, and aiming for the bushes. R.I.P. Boy King and R.I.P. Genevieve. Dylan CM, the toughest brawler at the Blue Mana Inn, so probably only like the third toughest dude at most bars. Kelvin Noodles, the pasta elemental, has spaghetti for hands and, you guessed it, meatballs for genitals. Be Money, Balnor's hip-hop alter ego, Balnor's new album straight out of an alternate timeline where the band of boobs were killed is set to drop this summer. Andrew A. lives inside a cursed sword, but it has an open floor plan and a balcony. J. Balnor's old fishing buddy from his halfling village. How's it hanging, Jaybird? Heartless master, a sadistic freak who eats crawfish without finishing the brown. C.C. Lulu, owner and proprietor of Lulu Grapes, Bohemia's premier sportswear company for gnomish women. And that's it for this week, folks. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. You can head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod uh, to listen to the short rest. And we'll be back next week for another episode. Bye-bye. Bye, sweeties. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>